0: Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is February 16th, 2020. I bought my dog a hand cannon today, and this is Queer All Year. What's up? Welcome back to Queer All Year. I am Kat, your host, and I'm here as always with my bro and sound producer, Mick G. Yo, or whatever. Or whatever. We don't have that accent. Although... One of my employers did once say that it sounded like I came from Chicago. You got anything like that, McGee?
1: The bears. <laughs> More like the
0: Chicago chipmunks.
1: Yeah, something like that. I don't
0: know. Do we sound like we're from Chicago? Someone tell us where we sound like we're from. Because, I don't know. We don't sound like we're from Kansas, that's for sure. Anyway, what do I usually say here, y'all? I think I usually say social media stuff, but we moved that to the end, so do I just go into a story now? I guess so. You know what? We're recording on a Saturday, and I slept so not late in the... I went to bed really late, as in like 5 a.m., and so I slept really late, as in like noon. Anyway, so today we have um two stories, and McG as a segment, and I was going to have a segment, and I don't. So let's get into the first story, Operation Spanner, a march protesting it. Operation Spanner was a police investigation in the UK. Um, I think it was centered in London. They were investigating homosexual sadomasochism and that's a very specific thing to be investigating. It was a year-long investigation and it was run by the Obscene Publications Squad, which sounds terrible and also very fun. You might be hearing the dog panting in the background. I'm not sure why, because I bought him a hand cannon and we should have run out his energy. Anyway, that sounded like a news person. So uh, after a year, they finally decided to go in and arrest people. The final report from the Obscene Publications Squad named 43 men who were involved in the sadomasochism scene Um, in September 1989 they decided to only indict 16 of them but I mean indicting them anyway is not good they were charged with a hundred offenses and they were brought to court later in October of 1990 and some the offenses were assault occasioning assault occasioning actual bodily harm and unlawful wounding unlawful and malicious wounding, aiding and abetting assaults, bestiality, and indecent photograph of a child. So those last two are probably valid and probably should be prosecuted, but the others were charges uh, resulting from an investigation into sadomasochism. So that is, um, I guess maybe I should explain this in a family friendly way. How do I do that? so sadomasochism is a type of a sexual relationship where one person enjoys inflicting pain and the other person enjoys receiving pain and it could be and by pain it can be it can vary you know physical it's usually physical is what we think of but also it can be like a dom and sub relationship sometimes, and I know people don't like getting those two mixed up, so don't, don't think that they're the exact same thing, but sometimes a dom and sub relationship within that relationship, they consider that to be sadomasochism. So that's just covering that. Um, so it is a consensual relationship wherein uh, physical harm is consented to and expected in usually in a sexual way um so the police went in arrested all these people they spent like a year undercover with them and they have video of some of the encounters which they entered into evidence and I don't think that's fair at all I mean I guess if the charges are violence, and you have video of the violence, then yeah, but it really seemed to be introduced only to inflame people and be like, oh god, that's horrible, and apparently the judge felt that way. Um, The defense argued that the charges should be dropped because the acts were consensual, because it's sadomasochism, but the judge replied to that saying, people must sometimes be protected from themselves. And I, that's just so, they're just so, that's just so much to unpack, I can't even. But, um, so after he said that, the men changed their pleas to guilty to protect themselves. So people have to be protected from themselves, but to protect themselves, they had to plead guilty so he could protect them from themselves. It makes no sense. Anyway, during the sentencing phase, the prosecutor said the men engaged in, quote, brute homosexual activity in sinister circumstances about as far removed as can be imagined from the concept of human love, which just makes me so upset. I mean, this is 1990, 1991, and I know we weren't as advanced as we are now, which is crazy to say because it was the 90s and we should be... I don't know, further along in our knowledge and caring by that point. That was the year McGee was born, that kind of thing, you know? So, it just, just the idea that someone can say what human love is, the concept of human love, and then argue it to get people stricter sentencing, just, it makes me angry. Um, And the media just totally jumped on top of that. Uh, along with the prosecutor, Um, one newspaper called them a, quote, torture vice gang, and another one called them, quote, leaders of a vicious and perverted sex gang, um, which would maybe be kind of a fun thing to be, but they weren't. So the judge decided to protect themselves from themselves and handed down a variety of sentences ranging from one to five years, depending on the men. I would hope that whoever had the indecent photograph of a child would have gotten more than five years. Maybe they're not included in that. That is a, uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. That person needs to be protected from ever being in society again. Anyway, so in response to that insanity, Um, Around 3,000 and 5,000 demonstrators took the streets on this day in history in 1991, which is the year after McGee was born. They protested the sentence because it was the imposition of others' morality on private individuals. The uh, focus of the investigation was extremely homophobic because, as I said, it was an investigation into sadomasochism in the gay community. And, uh, their third thing they were protesting was the clear intent to create legal precedent to prosecute gay men for performing consensual acts of S&M. s and sadomasochism. So I looked everywhere on the internet to see when this was repealed, what repealed it, you know, how it went away. Y'all, it didn't go away. Sadomasochism, consensual acts in like, relationships or any kind of thing where bodily harm might happen is still illegal in the UK. So, you cannot have a sadomasochistic relationship legally in the UK. You can be arrested and prosecuted even if you both consented to it. I find that ridiculous. And that's not even just for gay people or, you know, anyone under the LGBT umbrella. That's, like, everyone in response to this very homophobic investigation and so you just i don't know uh i don't know It just it turns it into a a mental illness basically it's saying like you need to be protected from yourself because you like pain or you like inflicting pain and it's not it's not a disorder and maybe maybe there are some people out there who do have these kind of relationships and ruin it for the rest of everyone else because they happen to be you know the one bad person who is the one doing the bad stuff because the other person is their slave or something but you know you hear about those cases because they're so rare if they were common you'd never hear about them and that that's something i say all the time it's like Yeah, that thing is, the thing that someone did is terrible, but the reason you know about it is because it's terrible and it doesn't happen very often. Almost never. Anyway, this has been a rant about sex and stuff because people need to rant about that more often. Um, I am not sure what kind of topic McGee has in store for our little segment, but I'm going to send you off to him so we can find out.
1: Hey, this is McG, and today I'm going to be talking about the history of the electric guitar. The electric guitar has become one of the most popular and versatile instruments in the world, but it certainly didn't start that way. Early jazz bands had acoustic guitars that functioned more as a percussive instrument than melodic. Audiences did not hear the guitar. Its purpose was entirely to help the band stay together rhythmically. Um, Count Basie, uh, his guitarist, Freddie Green, is a prime example of this style. However, the nature of jazz and its improvised solos led to guitarists wanting to be heard. Early electric guitars were aimed at adding volume and used a variety of microphones and magnetic coils to pick up the vibrations of the strings. These became known as pickups. Uh, The first famous electric guitarist was Charlie Christian. He is revered among guitarists for his tasty licks and progressive style. And um, as these pickups became more common, the size of the guitar didn't matter as much uh, because the sound would be sent directly to the amplifier, and that's where the volume would be coming from. This laid the groundwork for guitars to become smaller, evolving from the hollow body to the semi-hollow body, and then to the solid-body guitars found in rock music. Um, And as technology advanced, synthesizers and other forms of signal alteration, such as gain, distortion, those type of things, um, they were just natural for the electric guitar, and uh, it was adopted pretty much as soon as the technology came out. And uh, this has led to the uh, incredibly versatile, wonderful, passionate instrument that we have today. I'm McG, and this is A Little Segment.
0: All right, that has been a delightful little segment from McG, as always. Now, I sent you into that segment with a rant, and I am pulling you out of it with another rant. And this rant is um, kind of some inside baseball I guess, about how I do research for this podcast. Um, I use a variety of sources to just look at so- something they say happened on that date. And then I use that to bounce off and I go like Google and research and I get to like the eight- eighth page of Google results and all that kind of thing. So the research is all, is all me compiling it for various sources that are legitimate that I started off from one place, you know, so I'm not taking that person's research, I'm doing my own research and it's ridiculous because I'm really glad I do my own research instead of stealing their their stuff because most of the time it either happened on a different day or it happened differently or it I can't find a source for anything and I mean literally most of the time. It's insane. It drives me insane. So I wanted to just give you guys a little taste of that, of what I put up with um, for a um, story which may or may not have happened today. So I'm going to give you the source and then the sentence. And yeah, so anyway... Um, The Historical Dictionary of the Lesbian and Gay Liberation Movement says Outrage holds a kiss-in on 16 February at Piccadilly Circus, London to protest the Sexual Offenses Act. A to Z of the Lesbian Liberation Movement says Outrage holds a kiss-in on 16 February at Piccadilly Circus, London to protest the Sexual Offenses Act. Neither of those has a source. Uh, uh, RonnieSanlo.com and I am not criticizing her because she is amazing. She's done a lot of great stuff. I am more inclined to think that people copy paste from her than she does from others. Um, but regardless, it's there's copy pasting and there's not sources, from, like direct sources, like I got it from this book or, you know. So what I have from there is... The direct action group Outrage organizes a gay and lesbian kiss-in at Piccadilly Circus in protest of a section of the Sexual Offenses Act that makes public displays of affection between men illegal. And then, AronsGayInfo.com says, The direct action group Outrage organizes a gay and lesbian kiss-in at Piccadilly Circus in protest of a section of the Sexual Offenses Act that makes public displays of affection between men illegal. Archive.ConstantContact.com is a copy paste of that. Milehighgayguy.com is a copy paste of that. Wikipedia is a. Someone copy pasted that and it says it happened in September 1990. LGBTHistoryUK.org LGBT is not necessarily. No, it is. It's copy paste from either from Wikipedia or to Wikipedia also says September. Uh, a few of the other sources say February 10th a few fev- sources say the 16th and a few of them say 2000 2000- or uh, 1990 some say 1991 or September 1990 so this is what i do i cannot find a single actual source except for one book and everything that has a source points to that one book so i do not have confirmation from multiple sources and so what am i supposed to do with that what am- if this happened. I know it happened because there are things, other things out there saying that that Outrage did a lot of kiss-ins. When do I tell you about that? Do I tell you about it September? Do I tell you about it today? Do I tell you about it two days ago? What do I do? Is this even exactly what happened since it's all copy-pasted from each other? I don't know. This episode's going along way longer than it needs to. So I'm just going to tell you about the group Outrage... And uh, what kiss-ins are, and I'm not going to tell you about this exact one, because who knows? So anyway, Outrage was a controversial, quote, broad-based group of queers committed to radical, nonviolent, direct action, and civil disobedience, as they self-describe themselves. Kiss-ins were um, arranged to protest the arrests of gay people kissing in public, and... The um, stigma against public displays of affection and what they were is that all sorts of people would come out and it would be like a flash mob almost of just making out in public in like the most public places, which I think kind of still happens now, but not very often. I think we need to like revive that. So the group itself had some controversial actions. Um, They ended up... Like having a bit of a splinter cell break off due to um, conflicting stances on outing people. And I will have a rant about that in just a second. So outrage itself would not take an official stance. So a fringe group broke off and named themselves um, F-words that I'm not going to say because people don't like it. You know, F-words rooting out closeted sexuality. And that's F-R-O-C-S. So they called themselves frocks. And I don't understand. So after the press soundly shamed them, just just beat them down, they made a statement saying, oh, no, wait, no, uh, we were we were joking. I mean, like, I know we outed a ton of people who were in the closet, but actually we only did it so that the media would tell us not to and say it was bad. So now we made the media say that outing is bad, and now... Uh, they have to stop outing people. And I'm like, you all are such liars. Just own it up. That outing is just the worst. Mm. Don't out people. Yeah, sometimes it's, you know, someone's being closeted and they're being offensive because they just, they have all this repression, but You could be outing someone who is in the closet because they are in actual danger, like because of where they live or their family, especially youth, especially anyone living with their family or living with a partner or anything like that. Do not out people. You don't know their lives. It's not okay. You could be contributing to the violence and the statistics about violence and death in our community. Leave people alone. Drives me crazy. Anyway, another thing about Outrage is their stop murder music, which was a campaign against Caribbean Caribbean, Caribbean musicians whose music is perceived to promote and glorify the murder of gay men. It mostly targets Jamaican artists. And there's a lot of controversy because it doesn't really condemn music outside of the Caribbean. They had some sort of stance on Eminem at one point, but who didn't? Um And the, so there's arguments about the freedom of speech, but also don't promote murder of anyone, especially not gay men, because especially your culture really kills gay men a lot. Anyway, so outrage disbanded in 2011, but it seems like the Stop Murder Music campaign is continuing. Um, clearly not very actively or loudly because this is the first time I've heard of it. I have heard of condemnation of Jamaican music just for some of those lyrics, but um, I have not heard of this campaign. So that's, anyway, that's the story of my horrible fight with research and the outrage direct action group. I think those are all the stories I've got for you today. Um, so I'm gonna talk to you about how awesome our social media is if you'd like to join our Facebook group that is queer all your fam and you'll get all sorts of like the first information about any updates out there um, really strange photos that McGee has taken of me um, I'm gonna put out a photo later of how I'm using a music stand as a computer stand um not that that's funny it's just like donate to the patreon speaking of which we have a patreon that is patreon.com queer all year and you can go out there and make a donation that will help us have actual equipment rather than using music stands to hold my computer and um stepping on cords and ripping out our headphones and all that sort of stuff and you will get awesome stuff for your contribution You will get bonus episodes and bloopers. We have a ringtone. We're gonna get stickers. We hope we're hoping to start getting really cool physical stuff for everyone. So uh, definitely check that out. And if you join the Facebook group, you will be the first to know about all that. Uh, The second to know will probably be um, Twitter and Instagram. And that is Queer All Year Pod. And then there's the Facebook group, which is probably the last to know other than on this podcast, which is Queer All Year. That's our Facebook group. Um, if you could be amazing and go out and rate us and review us on whatever podcatcher you guys use, that would be amazing. It helps most if you would use the Apple podcast, little purple app place to review us to kick us up the ratings and um, somehow foil the Apple algorithm that no one understands at all. Uh, It would really help us out so that more people can find us. That's how people find us and we want to be seen by more people so we can keep bringing you all just the most best content possible with the best sources and get more people part of the discussion out there Um, so if you were to do that you would be an awesome piece of history for us and you are an awesome piece of history for the world in general and as always we love you